Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Dave O'Brien, mornings on 99.5 The Mountain. Mike Levine, bass player and keyboardist for the band Triumph, joining us right now with uh, some exciting news. You guys are active again, let's say. Hey, yeah, you can say that. We've been uh, doing some interesting things of late. Including reissuing the Classics Greatest Hits Package. Uh, just came out this month, just in time for Christmas. Smart timing on that. Uh, what led you guys to, to reissue this? Let's, let's talk about that first, then we'll talk about some of the special stuff on this album. You know, the original Classics album, A, it's the 30th anniversary of that release of that album. Uh, but it was, uh, it was what we call in the industry uh, the contractual commitment album that you record companies are entitled to when you leave them. So they try and capitalize and make as much money as they possibly can, so they cheap out on everything. And the packaging was not very good on the original one. The pressing was not very good on the original one, in our opinion. And uh, we just thought it was, you know, it would be a, a really good time to do it up nicely and do a vinyl edition, since vinyl seems to be very popular again in its own way and happens to be my favorite format. So we just said, let's go for it, and, you know, put together a nice package, and, uh, you know, it's pressed on, uh, you know, heavy-duty vinyl, and it's colored silver, and it's got, uh, you know, some bonus, a couple of bonus tracks on it, so we're really pleased with it. It sounds fantastic if you're a vinyl fan. You know, if I'm not uh, mistaken, 2019 was the first year in, in recent history since for quite a while that vinyl outsold other types, you know, CDs and, and things like that. Uh, and I am a, I'm a huge fan of vinyl as well. I, I really miss those times when you could get an album, pull it out of the sleeve, read all the liner notes, and sit and have an actual experience with it. Yep, yeah, that's how I grew up, for sure. That's how you, you know, got into music. That's how you found found new artists. It was, uh, it was fun. You know, you drop the needle and go oh, decide what is really good, and then you turn over to side two, right? Right. And, and you knew track by track. You know, when you hear a song, you kind of expect to hear that next song that you're used to, that sequence on an album a lot of times. We're talking to Mike Levine, who is the bassist and keyboard player for Triumph. Uh, as I mentioned, you guys are pretty active. You reunited just last month to actually perform live for the first time in, in over a decade, right? Uh, yeah, it was uh, it was kind of neat. There's um, a documentary in the works that's a company called Banger Films that you might be familiar with. Uh, is doing. They did Iron Maiden and ZZ Top and Rush. And they're like the the, the, the premier uh, rock doc company. So they wanted to do something special to get the, uh, the quote unquote the Triumph Supervent fans all in one place. 
So they put together this plan to use all our warehousing and recording studios to um, have fans come to Toronto and experience whatever the heck they were going to experience. They put together like a museum of Triumph artifacts. It was unbelievable. Uh, and our, our only participation was going to be, uh, you know, take pictures with everybody and then do a Q&A for an hour or two. But we decided we'd do something different, that we'd surprise them and play. And uh, it was, like, pretty cool, I'll tell you. <laughs> now, does it surprise you, that rabid fandom that still exists? I mean, you guys, you know, it's been a little while, as I mentioned, since, since you've been together, since you've been active. But there there are just diehard fans still out there. Oh, it's, it was amazing. Like, the, the, the reaction, and they didn't really, you know, push it hard to get um, responses to find the people to come to this thing. But they had over, you know, what I called uh, hard interest, hard interest, which means oh, I'm buying my own plane ticket, I'm buying, I'm driving, or I'm paying my own hotels, everything. Um, over 2,000 responses of hard, hardcore. So, you know, of which they had to pick 150. So it was, it was not easy for the film company to deal with this. But they did a good job of picking the fans because... Uh, they were all great, you know. It was, it was, it was, it was pretty mind-boggling. It was very emotional. Now, dare I ask, will this lead to any future work by Triumph or performances? Um, uh, <laughs> you, you can ask if you want. <laughs> <laughs> you just don't know the answer because you got two other guys that have to agree to it as well, right? That, that's correct, and you know, it's not a hard no. I would call it a soft no, and uh, but because you, you never know. It's my, it's my logic in life. You just never know what's going to happen. Your band never really had like a, an explosive blow-up quitting kind of kind of thing. It, it more, um, I, I liken it to the way that a lot of my past relationships have ended. I compare it to a bumper car ride that after they shut off the power and you're still kind of moving and you glide to a stop and then everybody just gets out. That's sort of the way I see Triumph having broken up. You guys just kind of went your separate ways, but did you remain pretty close and, and good friends over the years? Well, you know, we had the issue with Rick, you know, for a long time. But um, Gil and I were always together. You know, we did tons of projects together And uh, after Rick left the band. But then, you know, Rick came back into the fold in 2008. And we're like the best of buddies now and... Uh, you know, we just got inducted into Canada's Walk of Fame, which is like a huge honor up here. And, uh, you know, so the three of us were involved in that. We were involved in the fan event. You know, we do a lot of stuff together, and we've been having a lot of fun, which is great. Mike Levine is the bassist and keyboard player for Triumph. Again, they have the reissue of their Classics album is out now. It's on silver vinyl. It's got some bonus tracks on it as well. And you mentioned about uh, being in Canada there. Uh, was it important for you guys as a band to try to break into the scene in America as well? Because I know in Canada, uh, sometimes there can be major artists there that some of us south of the border know very little about. So how, how big a deal was it for you guys to try to break through in the United States? It was, it was, it was the, probably the most important thing we did at that time. I mean, everything we did up until that time was important, but at that time, we thought, okay, we're, we're huge in Canada. You know, we sold a couple hundred thousand records, which is double platinum. Uh, but we, there's only so many play dates you can have in Canada. So, America, here we come. And we just slugged it out, and still we lied, cheat, and stole. We did whatever we had to, 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 to get into America, and we did. And it worked. 
And I imagine touring in Canada is shortened between about November and March. You're not going to hit the road too often in that part of the world. That's true, especially, you know, on that prairie stretch, right? So, you <laughs> you know, you, you got to leave three days between dates. <laughs> well, you guys did break through. I was a high school freshman in 1981 when Allied Forces came out. And Fight the Good Fight and Magic Power and all the other tracks on that album were in constant rotation at every party I went to. And we made mixtapes that featured all of those so you guys really, when you did hit, you hit pretty big right there. Yeah, that was that, that was the, the album. We were getting big, but that album put us well over the top. You know, that was really a good album for us. I think we had learned enough about making records and writing and production, and uh, you know, we we learned how to make a great record. Then we did it in our own studio too, which really helped. We had built the metalworks, so it was uh, you know the clock wasn't ticking at two hundred dollars an hour in somebody else's giant. Speaking of production, not only did you play the bass and the keyboard in the band, you also produced a lot of those early albums, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. That was my responsibility. I was not a great songwriter. Dylan Rick handled that, but I was a pretty darn good producer, so I handled that end. Now, where did you learn that skill? Were you self-taught, or is it just something that kind of came to you, or what? No, really, you know, I was a, it was a de facto kind of thing, because I had some experience in the studio before Triumph started, and had made records and, and been in bands that recorded records, albeit not very good. But I knew something about being in the recording studio, so I was able to kind of go, okay, well, I can handle this, guys. We don't have to go and hire someone and, uh, uh, and, and figure out how to work with them. You know, we need a good engineer, and uh, I'll take care of the production part and see how it goes. <laughs> the way it went, and there you are. You know, we were the three Musketeers, and, and there was no other memberships available, only three. You know, and you guys, and you mentioned this band earlier, you've drawn comparisons being a trio from Canada uh, to the band Rush, despite the fact that you guys are fairly different in your styles and all. But those of us, again, south of the border here in the United States, you know, we hear three-piece from Canada, and the comparisons are, are you know, kind of come easily. But were you guys ever uh, feeling like you were in competition with them or, or anything like that? Or was there a good relationship between the two bands? Well, you know, we never really got to see them much because they were on the road, we were on the road, and they had a, a pretty, you know, they had like a five-year head start on us, pretty much, or four years or whatever, when they first started um, recording and, and, and playing. So... Um, the only competition I think was in the minds of you know media, uh, and 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 uh, Ray Daniels, who was a friend of of ours, but Brush's manager, who would always say, "You got to look up for those guys from Triumph. You guys got to get better because they're coming after you." <laughs> Well, in truth, you're in competition with everybody and yourself when you're in a band all the time, right? That's correct. You know, it's, it, it doesn't matter whether you're three-piece three or a hundred-piece. It makes no difference. There's only so, so many slots, in, in or back then anyway, so many slots available that you could fit into. Well, as I mentioned, you guys did, and you're back with, again, the uh, classics. It is reissued on 180-gram silver vinyl. It is a double LP re-released just this month. All of the greatest hits from Triumph and some bonus tracks as well. And do we know yet when that uh, documentary will be coming out in 2020? I'm told by the film company, and you, you could, and they always say don't quote us, but they're shooting for having um, uh, having it available, you know, for theatrical release uh, uh, early September of of this coming year of 2020. So that's what seven or eight months down the road from now. All right, well, I'll see if I can still fit into my Allied Forces T-shirt. I doubt it.
but I'll wear it and watch the movie and uh, listen to the classics reissue. Mike Levine, great to talk to you. Thanks so much for your time. <laughs> I appreciate it. It's been great. Take care and happy holidays. Yeah, you too. All the best. Dave O'Brien, mornings on 99.5 The Mountain. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.